Broadcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Hey, welcome back to the show. Hey, Dave, how are you? Pretty good, man. Well, we made it. I'm going (laughs) to, we did, we did, we did make it. It is Sunday. And the reason why we're recording on Sunday is because I, my, my youngest brought home another daycare cold. Um, And I thought I avoided this one because he had like the snuff, you know, this, the, the, the snuffy, 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 (laughs) snuffy, the sniffly nose. Mm -hmm. And he was, you know, sneezing a little bit. And I'm like, uh oh, he's got a daycare cold. And then I thought I avoided it, and then yesterday it just all slammed into me at the same time. So we kind of put off yesterday to recording today. So I apologize up front to anyone listening if they're like, Joe sounds like he's stuffed up and he can't breathe. It's probably relatively accurate. Ah, you sound fine. That's good. That's good. Um, so, yeah, uh, welcome everybody to the show. Welcome if you're a first-time listener. Welcome back if you are a long-time listener. You know, blah, blah, blah. All the good stuff. <laughs> all that so stuff. We, clearly we welcome... We welcome both. Yes. So I guess a quick outline of this show. We actually have a, uh, we have a pile of stuff we're doing today. We do. Um, we're going to give a update to, you have an update on daylight savings time. There's we been, do because, there's been some stuff happening. Yeah. Yes. It's very <laughs> exciting. Very exciting. Uh, we also, we have a couple items that I found on Craigslist. I hope people enjoy the Craigslist game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because if, we're doing it. We're doing it again. But yeah. this time, Dave will be asking me. Yeah, if you're not familiar, uh, one of us will find some random shit on Craigslist and see how much the other person would pay for it. So, yeah. for it, for it, uh, for, for it, for it, for it. You can tell. You can tell where we're from. Right. Uh, got some weird news. And oh, uh, in actually, in between those will be uh, you have a top ten-ish list of yeah. cereals. Yeah. It's a, a, a roundabout uh, serial discussion, but yes, there is definitely a top 10 list in there. Yes. Uh, yeah, and then to end cap with some weird news. Absolutely. So before we get started, Joe, I wanted to bring something up. Yeah. You mentioned last, I believe it was last episode, um, you were watching, it was one of your media recommendations, you're watching yes. Mrs. the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That is correct, yes. So I took your recommendation Oh, nice. And I told Carrie about it. Okay. And we started watching it. We started watching it on season one, episode one, mm-hmm. unlike you who started fucking season four. Yeah, I'm one of those people. <laughs> Still, the, dude, the whole time we're watching it, like every so often we'll pause it and be like, I can't believe you started at season four. I know, I know. You've missed so much good stuff. I did. I, I completely admit that I did. So... I just wanted to bring it up again because, dude, we're just like, we're fully into the show. It's so good. Yeah. If you're looking, this is, I'm, I'm now giving my quick media recommendation to back up yours. You're so, doing a re-media recommendation. Yeah. So if you're, you know, if you're a couple, I mean, you don't have to be a couple, but it's a good, like, it's a good couple's show to watch. Yeah. You know, I think everybody has their own shows that they watch mm-hmm. like on their own because the other one doesn't like care about it for sure uh but we're always looking for that one that like we can watch together and this is definitely one of them it's very enjoyable yeah i found did you find the same thing that i found that it wasn't it wasn't quite what you expected or did you 
Or did you, I mean, I guess we already kind of talked about it. So I kind of forewarned you about that, that it's like, I never watched it initially because it just wasn't, it just, the, the way it was described, everything about it just didn't appeal to me until I actually watched an episode. But it seems like, seems like you guys have just absolutely fallen in love with it. Oh my gosh, dude. All the characters, uh, was it Tony Shalaba or whatever his name is? Mm-hmm. Uh, Maisel's dad or Midge? Oh yeah. Yeah, Midge's yes, dad. Uh, dude, he's so good. He's so goddamn he funny. Is. He is very, he's one of my favorite characters on the show. Yeah. He's the, the whole show is amazing, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So again, I don't want to just spoil stuff and get, you know, dive too deep into it, but yeah, if you have not checked it out, it's on uh, Amazon prime and give it a watch. There you go. Yeah, Definitely. And when we do, when we do media recommendations again, maybe over the next couple of weeks, I actually have a new one, but we'll save it for then. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, so I guess, uh, even before we jump into, the daylight savings time update. Have you done your taxes yet? <laughs> yeah, you know, I did. I yeah. did do my taxes the other day. In fact, we actually had to push. We had to push out doing the podcast a couple days ago because we were doing our yearly taxes. Everybody's favorite, favorite time of of the year, especially. I mean, I can imagine for you, yours are probably like my wife and I are a little complex because of you know the you know kids and. And, and, and different write-offs and stuff that we have. But, like, I can imagine yours are even more complex. Yeah. I mean, when you have, yeah, when you have your own, like, small business, they, there's a lot of shit you got to deal with. Like, you're paying, like, sales tax and, uh, yeah. you know, so, so you got to collect sales tax and pay it every quarter. And just, yeah, all of your write-offs. Like, I have tons of shit that I have to write off and then give to my uh, CPA and they just, I just, I try and put it all together, somewhat organized for them and, yeah. uh, you know, all the income and whatnot, and then say, here you go, figure it out. <laughs> well, I mean, that's right. And that's the thing is that, and this is what I always come away from during tax season is that we go, we go to a very affordable place that does our taxes like right in front of us. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we sit down, we sit down with the accountant and, and they, and they just basically put it up on their screen. They share their screen with us and we just do it together basically. Cause we're at the point now where like trying to do it ourselves is basically a non-starter. But here's the thing that blows my mind. Every every tax season when we're looking over our paperwork before we sign it, mm -hmm. there are so many lines to it, like adders and subtractors and refunds and ways to lower your income and then places where your income goes up because you receive like it's all over the place. And then I feel bad for these tax people because the rules change every year and they got to get their tax software updated and then they have to. You know, something that was in there last year or two years ago is no longer in there this year. I, I, the, the, the people who sit down and basically take March, you know, February, March and April to do taxes with their people mm -hmm. or with people, man, they, that is not a job I would like to have, but somehow, somehow they make it work. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, in, in the past, like we've done it the easy way, which we tried like the, you know, online, whatever they call it, like turbo tax. Right. Right. And those are definitely like. I hated sitting there trying to fill out line for line for line, answering mm -hmm. all these questions. I'm like, Oh my God, like, am I doing this right? Or am I doing it wrong? I know. Like, am I going to get in trouble? Uh, right. So, so going to like an H and R block where you have a professional sitting out in front of you, helping you go through it is, is super beneficial because you at least have the confidence that mm -hmm. is being done properly. Yep. Versus like what I do is I just literally just hand them. We just hand them all of our stuff. And I, we don't even, like, at this point, we don't even sit down with them. Oh, so yours is like a complete handoff. Yeah. 
Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, interesting. if he has any, okay. you know, if they have any questions, they'll they'll they call, call me or whatever. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, like all of our things that don't change, you know, yeah. they, they don't need to. They don't need an update. Uh, you know, things that will change obviously is like income and like mileage per year that I'm right, driving around stuff right. like that. But uh, yeah, dude, it's just you know any subscriptions that I have that you know are a tax write off. You know, for the business, and you know, I mean, it's just is what it is, and it uh, we it's probably a bit more expensive to do it that way. Sure, probably, yeah. But dude, I'm not. I don't want to take the chance, like to do it wrong. Same, yeah. Same. That's why we sit down with a professional. Yeah. Right? It's just peace of mind. Peace of mind is worth every penny. What do you? Uh, what do you guys do? I mean, I don't know if it's like a weird personal question, but I know, like in the past, like we we've always kind of planned, like, okay, like, hey, like this tax return, we're going to do this, like we're going to buy like a new lawn tractor or. Oh you know. yeah, I mean that is kind of an interesting question because I mean. I hope I'm not. I'm probably not revealing like too much about us here, but we generally cut it really close. We generally don't. We didn't get a big refund. Yeah. Some, um, sometimes so, we do okay. Sometimes we're like, yeah, we're like, oh, you got like twelve bucks back. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we never really, you know, a lot of people get excited and awesome for folks that do get a nice big fat refund. Ours were always cutting it really close. So the last, especially like the last five or six years, my wife and I haven't been able to get excited about tax season. It's always been like. All right, let's go see if we get twelve bucks or we owe a hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it is nice when you do get like a you're like oh cool like it, I'm getting like a you know couple thousand dollars back. Can I? I'm gonna throw some. I'm gonna throw some opinion in here. Yeah. So the one thing that I always encourage people to do is look at look at your current like refund that you're getting, mm -hmm. and if you're getting a ton of money back, I'm talking like if you're getting like oh, thousands save of some dollars of it. back. <laughs> Yeah, you you probably want to adjust your 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 paycheck um, allowances or your paycheck voluntary withholdings because basically what you're doing when when let's let's say you hand Uncle Sam, you know you get you do your taxes and you get and you have like a two thousand dollar refund mm. back. That means that's two thousand dollars for than, example. Right, you paid in too much. You paid in too much. That could have been money in your pocket at the time, and this is way too technical for, for talking about here. Oh yeah. This but is not going to last much longer. <laughs> no, no, no. We're done after this yeah. money in your pocket is worth more than money given to somebody else and then given back to you. So I encourage everybody listening. If you're paying, if you're getting like a refund of like thousands of dollars, re look at your, look at your paycheck and see if you can adjust some of that stuff and get some more money in your pocket. And that way you get, you get a nice little refund, like a hundred or $200 or something. Anyway, but, that's my recommendation. You don't have to listen to me. It is what it is. I don't know, man. Like I, I kind of see the other side of it where you pay in a little bit more. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, you're like, you get this big, because if somebody gives you like $50 every week, right? Like, what are you going to do with that? Like, it's just an extra 50 bucks. Uh, but if all of a sudden at the end of the year, you get like an extra, you know, all of a sudden you get like a lump of money. It just opens up the, the yes. possibility of, of being able yes. to do something a bit more grandiose with it. No, you make a good point, and I think a lot of people, and it, there's nothing, there's no right or wrong answer here. I think a lot of folks treat their taxes like this is almost like a forced savings account. Yeah, yeah, I think people right? do. I know we have. <laughs> I don't think we're alone. And, 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 and I will admit, even though I try to steer clear of it, I will admit it is exciting to see like, oh, you managed to quote unquote save a couple thousand dollars this year. Yeah. Right by overpaying your taxes. So, absolutely, I totally get both sides of it, and I think you bring up a good point too. All right.
All right, tax talk is over. Sorry about there that, everybody. <laughs> All right, so let's move on, Joe. Uh, what did you yeah. find out? I saw some things about daylight savings time that were happening, uh, like with the government. So I'm pretty sure that the U.S. Senate is listening to the Gen Extra podcast. I off. think so too. Is my you sent me this? You sent me the link yeah. to this, and you're like, <laughs> Gen Extra is influencing everybody. <laughs> it's. I mean, this is like the second time something like this has happened. I know. So apparently, somebody is listening because something changes the minute after we talk about it. So what happened was the U.S. Senate unanimously passed, unanimously across the board passed, eliminating daylights, well, not eliminating daylight savings time, eliminating the clock movement, right? Spring forward and fall back, right? And making daylight savings time the time, making it permanent. Yeah, to clarify, so the the spring ahead time, the actual quote-unquote daylight savings time, Right. Because when you spring back, that's the normal time. Correct. Uh, they're trying to make the spring ahead the actual new permanent time. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Like, that they're, that they're not going to, like, well, let's just go back to the original time and just make that normal. Like, no, no, we actually like it ahead. Let's just do there, that now. <laughs> it's just and weird. there are, there, well, it actually, I can't, I can't believe I'm saying this, right? But it's actually a relatively complex discussion. It is. After we met last time, I started because I mean, I, th- I even think I put something on my Facebook like, hey, glad we're finally getting rid of the clocks ping ponging back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe the, the house hasn't taken it up. We don't know where it's going to go, to be honest. But uh, I was I was excited about it. And I still am excited about it in terms Oops. of like a permanent change. Mm-hmm. But there's actually a ton of scientific debate around making daylight savings time permanent. And there's there are. There are good things and there are bad things about it. Um, it's just a, I I didn't know there was this much debate over daylight savings time because when I when we originally talked about it last week, I had figured, we'll just bump it forward and let's be done with it. But the more I looked into it, the more complicated it got. Yeah, we don't like. I don't want to drive people bonkers with too many weird details with it, but I definitely am interested in hearing some of the the scientific. So- you know, arguments behind it. What, what, so I can, you give you, I can give you, I can give you like the two or three bullet points. Yeah. Right? So one of the mates, so there's, it's kind of like a pros and cons type thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody across the scientific community agrees that ping ponging the clocks back and forth is a bad idea. It has been a bad idea for the last 50 years. It's right? annoying. It's annoying. There's, there are increased wrecks. There are people incre- there are increases in people just being late or rushing to work, or uh, things are thrown off, schools are thrown off, buses are thrown. Like, it's a mess, right? Every daylight savings time, you see this spike and just bad things happen. I've just, I've been late because of it before. Yeah, right. And, and people who don't change, right? It's just it's a messy day. It's a messy couple of days. In fact, it can be a messy couple of weeks, especially for like the Honestly. clocks that uh, that don't change automatically. Don't change. Like, like your phone changes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like the Amazon. Excuse me, the Amazon Alexa will change, but the clock on your stove or the clock in your, for most, for the most part, the clocks in your car, like you have to yep. manually go in and flip them around. But yeah, and that's what will get me sometimes. I'll be looking at like the, like my bedside clock. Yep. And uh, I'm like, oh my God, it is not eight o'clock. It is nine. <laughs> I, I, I got to go. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I agree too that it's definitely, at least for like, you know, a day or two days, maybe out of the year. Yeah. It, well, I guess two, two days for sure, but you know, it, it can be a bit confusing. And then it throws people off biologically for a little while. 
Right. You know, because now when you spring ahead, and then the first like three, four, five days of the uh, the the time change, right? I couldn't go to bed at a normal time. I was staying up later. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. This is, and that it's, it's really interesting that you bring that up because the you ready for this? Mm. The A A S S M, the ASM. Yes, I love that. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the um, uh, doctor's collaboration that that studies sleep patterns. Okay. I, I apologize. I forget what it stands for, but it is, their acronym is literally ASM. I'm assuming so, one of the S's is sleep. I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they, they have like a, they have like a two, they have like a two bullet point opinion on this. Mm-hmm. They say, yes, get rid of the clocks, ping ponging back and forth, but don't use daylight savings time as the permanent time. They believe strongly based on our circadian rhythms that we should be using regular time as the permanent time because and and i see that argument too because they're like all of the reasons for keeping daylight savings time have kind of expired over the years right it's not like we're worried about an energy crisis right now i mean even with everything going on in the world there's plenty of quote-unquote energy yeah um so they strongly support just move making est permanent or like you know where you and i are normal normal est permanent instead of dst um, so as it, so that's like, that's, it gets even more complicated. So that's a, it's not as simple as I thought it was when I first saw the Senate approve that there's actually a pretty lively debate over which one is the right answer. Yeah. The one, the one thing that I thought of, I'm sure there's obviously tons of, you know, points that can be made to, you know, either side of it. Right. But the first thing I thought of was if they stuck with daylight savings time, the, the, uh, the, the winter time, which would be normal time. Yeah. If it was still in daylight savings time, that means like all the kids getting on the buses in the morning for, for a little while, it would be dark. That's one of the big concerns yeah. actually. From, like, that from, was my thing. From, from Assam. Oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> Assam. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> they, uh, that is one of the concerns is, uh, wintertime bus loading and everything, uh, it would be, it'd be very dark out. So if we didn't, if we stuck to regular time all year and didn't spring ahead, it would get dark around what, like eight thirty, eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock. Yeah, instead of latest. instead of nine at the latest. And I don't even mind that either, honestly. I don't. I know, right? There's a it goes both ways. It's like, wow, the day is really long when you're in daylight savings time, which I love. I love that part about daylight savings time. Yeah. I know for me personally, like, uh, like doing photo shoots in the summertime, I don't start until sometimes like six 30. You got all day. Yeah. Because I want that lower light in the sky. Yep. And it's like I said, it gets dark, you know, eight 30, almost nine o'clock sometimes. And, uh, yeah. So I have to start very late in the evening. So it'll almost be kind of nice to not have to start quite so late, but yeah, yeah. Just, that's just a, oh, that's just for me. Though. So well, you know what? <laughs> now that we've talked about it, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure we'll see some mo- more movement up on Capitol Hill. I'm sure the next thing that's going to happen is somebody's going to pass something next. Somebody's going to be at the podium. They're going to be like, uh, "This would benefit all photographers out there." <laughs> <laughs> I heard Dave say it on the Gen Extra podcast. <laughs> right. like, hey, like I did. Uh, so yeah. Any other uh, interesting uh, updates to that 
bullet well, those, points. Those are the big arguments. And, and on the Facebook page, what I'll do is uh, I'll actually link a, a really, it is really interesting. So I hope people don't fall asleep. It really is interesting. Uh, an explanation from a doctor over the pros and cons on da- of daylight savings time. It's actually really interesting to listen to. I'll link it up on the, on the Facebook page and Will we? put it out there for people to listen to. Will we really? I, I, <laughs> okay. Hey, if you look at the Facebook page, I have been doing a much better job of uh, putting things up there. In fact, I just put up uh, a really funny review of um, of Bruce Willis's movies. All of all. Oh, of really? Like, I didn't even see that. Okay. Yeah. All all basically like his kind of like I hate to be just blunt here, but all kind of his garbage throwaway movies that okay. he's been doing like the past couple of years. There's a really funny review of them. So go check out the Facebook page if you haven't done so yet. Yeah, those are, I, I will definitely do that. I love I love a good review on a bad movie. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Some people get very creative with those. They do. Uh, so real quick though, what, what's your opinion on the daylight savings? I apologize if you already said so, but, um, like which way would you like to see it go? Ultimately, after everything that I've listened to, I will take a permanent daylight savings time, but I think, I, I think I would actually prefer to see a permanent EST or a permanent normal time or, or split the difference. Because time is what we make it. They can split the difference and put it halfway in between if they want. Like it doesn't it it doesn't matter. I I'll take both, but I would prefer permanent normal time. Now now that I've studied it. Now how would this affect Arizona? Because they're already not complying. Nah, I guess it doesn't affect them at all. I guess it doesn't matter. So if we okay, oh, so if we we gotta stop talking about this soon. But if we did stick with daylight savings time and Arizona stuck with their normal time. They would always be an hour behind everybody. Well, you know, I think the impact is you have the impact is what would they do next then, right? Because if they totally ignore it, then yes, I think there's a problem there. But what they may do, and this makes this makes the most sense to me, they may have to just go along with the rest of the country, right? Okay. If they're like the rest of the, I, I don't know. You know what? Maybe we'll find out because they'd be the only state. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already they are now, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Because there never, there will never be that time, that part of year where they're like, oh, okay, it's back to normal. No, it would just be they would have to make a decision, permanent or normal, or daylight or normal forever. Yeah. All right. That's enough of that. <laughs> All right, then. All right. So, do you want do you want to do the Craigslist game or your top ten cereal? All right. I tell you what. Let's let's switch it up. Why don't you give me? Let's change the topics drastically here. Let's go Craigslist. Okay. All right. Do we have a Craigslist game jingle? I thought we did, didn't we? Or no? I'm just no, gonna, no. I'm gonna make one up here. All right, just do it. Let me find something here. Um, just any button. I know. I'm looking. Any I'm looking. Button. I'm looking. I'm trying to find. Oh, here we go. That's a commercial one. People are like, "Oh my god, they're fucking." Oh, sick. the commercial one. <laughs> you know what? We haven't done a commercial in a while. I'm using it. Here we go. All right, do it. I don't hey, even Dave. know. <laughs> 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 I feel like- I feel like a commercial. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Hey. hey, do you know what time it is? Have you seen what's on Craigslist lately? What? I didn't even know Craigslist still existed. Yeah, it does, Joe. And you can find lots of things on here. Let me tell you some things I found. Wow. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, man. The, the freaking commercial jingle it, is fantastic. It's the best, dude. It's so good. All right. So I found, I think it's six things. So this won't, okay. this won't take that long. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to nail them. All right. So the first thing I found, Joe, these are all local. Remember, so if you, this is, this actually, this one here is very local. So okay. if you're listening. Very you are very local to me. 
uh, to me. So okay. yeah, we may we may have found some shit you have on Craigslist if you're listening. Ah, so okay, so f- first thing I found is a vintage wooden drink Pepsi Cola crate with metal banding. It looks mm. I actually have one of these. This actually a, this very exact one. So it's 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 but it's basically a wooden crate. Yeah, it's like eighteen by ten. Like it's just a cool crate that they would carry Pepsi in years ago. And it's- and it's like, yeah, it's like a vintage. It is a real, genuine antique. I assume. I sent you pictures of this. Remember? <sighs> I don't I, remember when. I, did, when did you send me pictures? Via text message. Ah, oh, okay. Well, I'm just gonna imagine it anyway. You're gonna look at them. I don't remember getting pictures about this thing. You should look. I sent. I even. I took the time to scribble out all the prices just for you. Oh, was this a long time ago? That was like a few days ago. I never got him. Okay. Dead well, serious. Never got him. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's yeah. all right. Imagine. Use your use your I'm, mind. I am. Imagine all the Pepsi crates. Um, I'm gonna go with I think I think fifty bucks. I you think are. they're selling this thing for fifty bucks. Dude, sold, man. They're they got it priced at sixty. Really? Yes. Nice. <clears throat> we did a crate a while back too, and I think I remember talking about it. Because these things are like co- not collectible, but people like them. And they're used a lot for, well, photography for like, you know, having oh, yeah. kids sit on some vintage crate, you know, it looks kind of cool. Yeah, but, that always, that's, you know, what's so funny about that is that you're right. I guess I never realized that, but photographers do use them a lot. They just like, hey, we have this crate laying around in this field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, are you making fun of me? <laughs> no, okay. I'm making fun of all photographers. All right. Hey, well, sometimes <laughs> you got to bring something for the kid to sit on. You do, you do, and you're sure you're certainly not going to bring like a plastic bench or something. You no, know? like here's a camping chair. Have him sit down. Right. Hey, you want something <laughs> cute for the picture? Exactly, exactly. Oh, okay. Do you remember Joe the Bose Wave Radio? Do you remember? Yeah, this thing? that was like a big. Yeah, it was a big deal. I remember the commercials years like ago. Room filling sounds from the Bose Wave. It was kind of like it curved in the front. It was like came in like black, yeah. white, or silver. And they were supposed to be like the solution to all of like the crappy plug-in radios for like your iPod or whatever, right? This yes. was supposed to be like the this was the one that was like gonna change those those tiny radios that you can put you yeah. know, wherever. And I have heard these in person. I never I never owned one myself, but they do sound okay. pretty damn good. And uh, they were ex- originally they were extremely expensive, if I remember correctly. They were very expensive. I, mean, I remember God, they were like what six, seven, eight hundred dollars, something like that. They were yeah, pricey little bastards. Yeah, it was absolutely. A, it was a premium product. I remember because I remember looking at one and being like, "I'm, I'm, I'm not going to spend like six hundred dollars on a Bose radio." No, no, not when you can find a regular radio for like a hundred bucks. Right, but uh, so yeah, here's what I I found one on Craigslist, Joe. So Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, uh, it says some scuffs on top, but fully functional. Okay. But but fully functional. Yes. What would you pay? I think- Oh, I think they're selling it for. Oh, okay. Uh, if I had one, I'm trying to think of it from the position of if I had one and I know what I originally paid and I know it's still. So you I'm bought one 15 years ago. Yeah. I'm going to sell it today for $75. I'm going to buy it or try to sell it for $75. They, uh, they slammed the door in your face, Joe. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> they were asking 130 bucks for this. Okay. That just okay. goes to show you how much these things used to cost. I, I tell you what, I, I think I could get them. I think I think maybe they would email me back and say, "How about a hundred? How about a hundred? Yeah, how about a hundred? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. 
Yeah. You might still be but in I, there. I might, maybe, maybe. maybe they're, not <laughs> gonna treat me. they're like 75. What the hell? All right, Joe, the next, All right. the next item that I found on Craigslist, it is a vintage meat grinder. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it is a old like cast, like cast iron meat grinder. It's old looking. Like, like this thing is does, does it even have a year on it? Is there like a circa something like no. 28 or something? No, it doesn't look that old, but it's okay. uh it's definitely old. What do you, what do you think you would pay All to right. grind meat some meat? Grinder. Okay, here's the question. Does it say if it's is it operational or yeah, is oh, it yeah. more decorational? No, no, it works, yeah. Yeah, you okay. shove the shove the meat in the top, grind it up. You know, make it's it, for making like hamburger. I think I think they're selling maybe. a vintage mean grinder for a hundred bucks. Oh god, bucks. dude! They take your money and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they were asking thirty bucks. <laughs> I just paid a hundred dollars for a vintage meat grinder, right? <laughs> hey, uh, honey, yeah, look, yeah, what, look I what I bought. <laughs> like, how much like, did you pay for you that? Hundred, a hundred dollars. She's like, you can you can sell those for thirty, or you yeah. can buy them for thirty. Like I saw that on Craigslist for thirty bucks. I'm like, oh shit. Oh man, totally overpaid for a vintage meat grinder. Yes, you did. So, <laughs> all right. So next uh, on the list, Joe, is a a Wilson's leather jacket. Do you remember Wilson's leather? Like, yeah, like a classic Wilson's leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah, it says um, uh, it's brand new. They never even worn it. Why would you fucking buy oh, a brand? So it's not even like an older one. It's like they just got it and put it on Craigslist. Yeah, it's a size uh, small in black. Looks nice. Looks like a girl's jacket. Hmm. Um, because it's brand new, mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say two hundred. Holy cow! Oh they, shoot! They what? grab your money, throw the jacket in your face, slam the door because they're. <laughs> They're only asking sixty bucks. <laughs> sixty bucks, damn yeah. it! So the vintage meat grinder and In the vintage the leather Wilson's leather I, jacket. But that's the thing. I thought, and I could be completely wrong about this. I thought that, like, if you wanted like a, an actual leather jacket, that they were relatively expensive. They Is were that not the case anymore. I, my wife and I both had one uh, for a while. My friend uh, Justin, who's been on the show before, he worked in a Wilson's leather. And oh, uh, like the retail store. Yeah, I remember too. Okay. And I, I know he's gonna be listening to this tomorrow. So I remember when he wore Justin. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he bought leather pants from Ooh. Wilson's. Oh, Ooh. dude, it was so goddamn funny to see him sporting these leather pants. He actually wore them out. Oh yeah, yeah. In it was public. yes, and we we did make fun of him relentlessly. For these Justin, leather pants. I, I, I also know Justin, and I think here's what I'm asking you, Justin, if you're listening to the show today. Next time you come out to Dave's, I think you should break out the leather pants. Oh my God, dude, you 100% should. And we'll get a picture yeah. of you wearing them. Absolutely. <laughs> and and it, you, maybe you could sell them for $200. You probably could <laughs> put, them on, uh, put them on Craigslist. Or put them on Craigslist. Yeah. God, I'll tell you what, just, I remember walking by that store, just the smell of it would just like lure you yeah. in. Yeah, it just yeah. smelled so good, that leather smell. Uh, whatever the conditioner, whatever they put on them, man, it just smells amazing. Oh, all right. So I think huh? I think there hmm? still is a Wilson's leather um, in a city not too far from us near Grove City, I think. Do you think, the whole, sure leather, there. Do you think the whole leather scene just kind of faded away? I think, I mean, as far as I know, it did. I mean, when 
when was the last time you saw somebody out sporting a an actual leather jacket? Not very often, man. Like when you like when you and uh, Erica go out, do you guys put on your leather coats and go out? I don't. No. I had one years ago. <laughs> right, yeah, so I I, it's long gone. I do not own one anymore. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, so no, I'm not making fun of anybody that still rocks that leather no, jacket. No, not at all. I just don't think they. I just don't think that. Yeah. I think that. The height choice. of their popularity is over, I believe. Yes. Again, again, nothing nothing wrong with wearing one. No. The, pot, right, the height of popularity seems to have passed us by. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to the next item up for sale, Joe. All right. I got I to gotta do better on this one. Let's go. I hope so. This is a, this is a, uh, how many, uh, I think there's six, I think there's six DVDs in this thing. It is a, it is a, uh, a set of the Ooh. Dukes of Hazard complete collection on DVD. It's still, it's still shrink wrapped. It's never been opened. Dukes of Hazard complete collection DVD. Yeah. Set. Um, Not Blu-ray, uh, just regular, regular DVD. Given the competition with digital and I, in my experience with looking these things up the last couple of uh, shows or whatever that we were doing this, I'm going to say 15 bucks. He slams the door in your face, Joe. Oh, he was, <laughs> did I, did I insult him? Is that you what did. I did. He wants 75 bucks for this. Really? Yeah, dude. It seems very expensive. I mean, I, I personally, I wouldn't, would you, I wouldn't pay that. Would you? No, that? no. Okay. You could probably buy it on Blu-ray brand new for cheaper. Yeah. Or just probably download the entire digital collection if, of course, you're in an area where you want to do that, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't believe that DVD has gotten old enough yet to where people are finding it, like, the allure of, like, oh, it's on, no. you know, like like vinyl or even, like, VHS. There needs to no, be, like... you can still buy them most anywhere. Yeah, and there's, there's not, unfortunately, going to be, like, the next media... No, we've seen. I'm pretty sure we've seen them all. It is it is digital from here on out. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because the solid physical copies of things will or have become and will become like a kind of almost like a collector's thing, kind of like uh, a a whatever, like any kind of collection, right? Yeah. Well, I guess I guess that maybe that goes against my argument. Then maybe maybe there is value there because there literally won't be hard copies of it anymore I, I know right now that i think about it i mean if you want 75 maybe that's what they're thinking is that this this would go to somebody who really values having this product so i'm gonna sell it for 75 though i certainly wouldn't buy it no no but if it was like you know something you were really into like a like a star wars yeah. collection or something but still like i still don't see the value there. No, 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 whatever no uh, good good point though very good point all right so my next item i found joe we got two more okay all right uh, is a vintage 1980s Masters of the Universe He-Man collection. What? Yes. It's, it's really? All, yeah, it's, it's all the uh, 1980s Masters of the Universe, Masters of the Universe uh, figures. You, they're, they're all loose. None of them are packed up. Uh, so but the, it's, but it's are, like the entire collection. As far as I can tell. Does it even come with like Castle Grayskull or anything? Oh God, no. Okay, I guess let me let me modify that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's about fifteen or sixteen figures. Okay, it's but it's the figures. Yeah. Um, it's a it, it is a it is a it is the actual figures from, from the eighties from the nineteen eighties. Okay. I think I had uh, a couple of these actually. Oh, I love the Masters of the Universe. I had Castle Gray. So if anyone doesn't remember what we're talking about, this was a kids show and and an action figure set mm. that was yeah it was like right around that it was a very early 1980s um and they lasted through i think about 86 or 87 i think was the 
they lasted several years um, in terms of popularity, but I had them and I'm trying to think today what what somebody would pay if they were into collect because a lot of people are are into collecting like the original action figures. Um, yeah, like I said, it looks like there's about fifteen of them ish. There's about fifteen of them. Uh, fifty bucks. He's selling it for fifty bucks. Slams the door in your face, Joe. Way is it? Way more. Way more. He wants three hundred dollars for these. Holy shit! Yeah, dude. I don't even know if that's like appropriate market value you know what though i i kind of feel that if he's coming in he or she or whatever is coming in at 300 dollars, i think they feel there's a but there must be a buyer's market for this there must be they've probably done i mean i would assume some kind of research on these yeah but you're yes not to change it but what what is up with he-man's outfit it's basically no outfit he basically wears like under like a fucking pair of speedos and some yeah, chest armor. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm looking and, and at it. The funny part about the chest armor is if you have like the original He-Man, the mm-hmm. chest armor is just an X. Oh, right? it's so just a, it doesn't even do shit. No, it's just like, it, you know, his muscles block everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's just, he's such a titan that, you know, swords and axes just deflect off his, uh, off his, uh, <laughs> right off his chest. They're all wearing Speedos. Yeah. I'm looking at He-Man. the picture. Oh, yeah. What is up with, why, why were they all in Speedos? Yeah, He-Man was a really interesting series. Uh, in fact, the the creation of it is an even even weirder story about where where it came around from. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely. I don't think it's something you, you would see today. Not no not at least in the way that the the way that they were dressed and acted um, and drawn in the 1980s. No, because like with those speedos, I mean, you know, they're. It, it, it accentuates uh, the private parts. It's a rich, relatively <laughs> suggestive. It is, yeah. Like, but why? Like, okay, let's say, like, let's say you're gonna go like into battle, okay? Yeah. And you're like, all right, like, like we gotta go fight these guys. And you're like, hang on, let me change my clothes. And like, why? Because I have to put on my speedos. <laughs> like, it's just a weird costume choice, is all. Oh yeah, there's like, there's no arm. Most of those characters, with the exception of maybe Skeletor. Uh, that barely any of them actually wear a lot of armor. It's all muscles and skin and whatever their superpower is, typically. And their Speedo has a big belt on it. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, you got to keep that up, you know? Yeah, you know where your Speedo is falling off? <laughs> you imagine, like, if, like, he was, like, fighting or something and he got, like, he got the asp of his, like, Speedos pulled down a little bit. <laughs> Maybe that's why they He's wear like, the belt. On. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hang on a second. Hold on. A second. Hold on. Hold on! Don't hit me! Hold on! My ass is exposed. <laughs> the, the, the bad Damn. guy's like, no, no, he man, put that back. <laughs> Not his ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God. Oh shit. I've never been treated that way before. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, Skeletor was actually pretty funny, if I remember correctly, because that's basically how Skeletor talked, and that was bas- that was the summation of most of his lines. It was all like, no, he man. You know. yeah, yeah exactly sort of gangsterish uh oh very yeah very, what would he very, very what would he man yell when he pulled out his sword was it like um did he yell something or am i thinking of somebody else yes um but it was oh no you i think you're thinking thundercats i thought it, somebody yelled like i have the power or something like yeah, that no no that is he man it is he man i have the power is he man yes uh because he man if i remember correctly was 
like he had like his normal his normal setup and then we when, when his when he had the power his sword would grow <laughs> what really okay i thought thundercast yeah. did that too i fucking love thundercats it, when it, I was it, a kid. it was similar actually it was very similar because right because because in thundercats he would go like thundercats 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 ho yeah his sword would get bigger and stuff too man <laughs> I think there's some sort of very like, similar something suggested yeah. there. Yeah, I'm sensing a pattern here. Right, like boop. Yeah, <laughs> like I have the power. Like, everyone's like, I oh, hate God. it. I oh, hate it when he does that. Yeah, it's like Jesus, he man. Like just, just make it bigger. That's all. You don't have to go through this whole just, fucking. Right, everyone's like waiting for him to be like, I like, dude, just, just put the armor on. Let's go. Yeah, Thundercats though, they also rocked out the speedos. They did. But they were also cats. Yeah. Cat people. Would it have been worse for you if they wore pants? I don't know if it would have been worse. I it's almost you know what it is? Mm-hmm. I think when you're like eight years old or six years, you don't really care. No, right? I guess looking at it, yeah, through like adult eyes now, it looks it just looks funny. It's hilarious now. Yeah. When you're like uh. six or eight, seven or eight years old, you just I remember playing with those action figures for hours on end. What was the uh, what was the female? Lyle? She-ra. She no no not Shira in in uh, uh, in Thundercats. Do you remember her? Uh there there was Lionel and she was like a, was like she was like a panther or something like she had like spots on her. Pan- Panthera. <laughs> maybe I don't know, but I remember this is probably humiliating to Cheetah? even admit. Cheetah maybe maybe, but when I was a kid, um, I kind of had like a thing for her. That cartoon character. <laughs> well, you, that is one heck of a yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm embarrassed now that I even admitted that. <laughs> oh, I, I think it is. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. You had a thing for Chitara. Chitara, yes. God, dude. Yeah, she. Chitara. Yeah, she like, you know, tickled my 12-year-old fancy. You know, she was like. <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I shouldn't have paused there. <laughs> Yes, uh, yes, but her name was Chitara, and I'm sure I, I'm sure she was a smash hit with 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 most kids. <laughs> I'm sure she was, yeah. So yeah, all right, her and Lionel and everybody else. <laughs> oh God! All right, let's move on to the last one. I got one all more. Right. Yeah, we don't want to drag this episode too far out. We still sure, got we still got two more segments. All right, so uh, or you just want me to skip the last one? It's kind of boring, anyways. It's up to you. If you find it boring, we can keep going. If All right, not, here we go. I'll answer it's it. a Westinghouse 1940s vintage table fan. Go. Man. Okay. So uh, all this vintage stuff, a 19th vintage table fan, $7. Wrong. $100, Joe. What? <laughs> yes. Uh, what is going on today? <laughs> <laughs> You're apparently not up on vintage market, Joe. <laughs> no. And that's why this stuff's up on Craigslist. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Again, this is probably not even like their their ask their their asking prices probably aren't even like that accurate to what they're probably selling. Well, for. it's it's probably up there to keep somebody from actually going. I'll give you seven dollars. That's true. Maybe they're trying to meet in the middle somewhere. Hope to get fifty. Yeah, I would. I would not doubt that at all. All right, let's move on to your uh, next. You got you got some. Uh, you got your top ten cereal. Is that what you got going on? I I I do have like a basically it's a top ten cereal, but I got some other facts here. I just thought. Something, I, I, I ha, we have cereal on top of our fridge, mm-hmm. and I don't eat it much anymore. But I, and I don't know how you personally stand, but when I 
and I and I wish I there's there's reasons I don't eat a lot of cereal anymore. But I love cereal. Like I I feel like I could pour like the bowl of cereal right, mm-hmm. and then I could put the milk in, which I I'm a low milk kind of person. Like I like most of the milk in the bottom, mm-hmm. and then I'll because you like eat the crunch, yeah. Bowl. Yeah, I like the crunch. Mm-hmm. And then I when I did eat a lot of cereal, I would just pour another bowl. Oh yeah. Oh dude, I could eat a mixing bowl's worth of cereal. And I I'm like. When I, when I used to eat a lot of cereal, I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be doing this. It's so good. It's so good. Right. Did you have a favorite cereal, like either when you're a kid or now or anything? Mm, I would say like Cinnamon Toast Crunch was always right up there for me. Like, I love that cereal. That's, yeah, that was a good one for sure. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't like big into cereal, like at all ever really. Like it wasn't like my, like, I mean, I enjoy it, but I was it, like, I never had like an addiction to it. Not that people right, are addicted right, right. to cereal, but. Oh, it could be. Yeah, for me, like breakfast always consists of like you know eggs or something like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair, fair enough. Um, I, I, I am like the worst adult mm-hmm. when it comes to like trying to eat grown up things, because like you know my kids here have like the most of like the cereal. Like my wife will try to buy them like the better cereals, the things that like don't have marshmallows in it. Right. But like when I'm at the store, I'm like, can we get that one? Yeah, right, like these it's, Lucky Charms like, look amazing. Yeah, did you see, yeah, dude? So we'll get, did you see they have Lucky Charms with just marshmallows? What? That would be Are disgusting. That's the little added bonus to the crunch. Yeah, I think you're right. It would I'm be a slimy at, mess of marshmallow. It'd be gross, actually. Uh because what? Okay, so did you did you ever do this? So when I eat, used to eat a lot of cereal, I would try to eat the the oats part of like of like Lucky Charms first. Oh, save all would, the marshmallows. Like, and eat around the marshmallows, yeah. And then at the end, you just you're just like, especially when I was younger, I was like, all oh, the marshmallows. Nah, I like to mix them in with each bite. Uh, okay, so you like every bite to be a little more complete. Yes. Yeah, because it's like if you just eat the crunchy stuff, it's like it's very bland. Yeah. It's not very good. So you know, you gotta have a little bit of that marshmallow in there. You do, you do. I, but that's, I mean, it's right because it it in it as I if I were to eat it now. I probably would be much more of a mixer than a <laughs> eat around the marshmallows. Right. What kind of, what you say? Uh, you had some facts about mar- uh, not marshmallows, I, but about cereal. Well, I do. I do. So why well, don't, so this came out, this was 2018. Okay. So this was like pre pandemic. So we're going to go back in the way back machine just a little bit. This list didn't change too much. I don't think over time, but I just have the top 10 best selling cereals in here. And I think you'll, I think you'll find some that you recognize and some that surprise you. Okay. So here's number 10, also one of my favorites. Number 10, Fruity Pebbles. Oh, dude, yes, I do love some Fruity Pebbles. I I think when it comes down to cereals, Fruity Pebbles is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I almost forgot about like those. three bowls of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even the, the Cocoa ones are fantastic as well. Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely a good choice. Number nine, for me, comes in as, as one of the most boring cereals I've ever had. Cornflakes. Close life. Oh yeah, I don't mind those. Uh, cin- okay, cinnamon life. Yeah, if you mix it up a little bit, right? Yeah, those are okay. But life came in at number nine. Number eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a love hate relationship with. Okay. <laughs> Frosted mini wheats. Oh yeah, they are good. They're good, but they kinda, kinda, right? yeah. The texture starts to get to you after a little while. Yeah, because the frosting always didn't didn't last the whole bowl. No, so, then you were just left with then you were just left with wheat mush. 
Yeah, and it was like very unappealing by the time you got to the bottom of the bowl. Yeah, yeah, the first few uh, mini wheats are like fantastic. Yes, they are delicious. All right, what's the, uh, what's number the next one? Seven mm-hmm. Fruit Loops. Remember Fruit Loops? Oh yeah, dude, Fruit Loops, fucking classic. I I always <laughs> like Fruit Loops. Like, fr- yeah, fr- you're right because Fruit Loops was always one that you could get and just be totally fine with. Mm-hmm. Do you remember some of the generic uh, versions of these? Do you ever have the generic boxes when you were younger? Yeah, they were. They, yeah, you would buy like the bags or boxes of generic versions of Fruit Loops. It was called like Fruityos. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was like Fruityos. Uh, what was the other one? Puffed Puffed Rice was. I remember yes. another one. <laughs> <laughs> puffed Rice. Oh God. And then, uh, yeah, that's right. Because they would be like a massive bag too. Yeah, Golden Grams had a generic co- called like. I think it was called like golden smacks or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So what's your next one? Okay. Number six, always Mm -hmm. a popular, always popular one with the kids. Lucky charms. Yes. Yes. We already discussed lucky charms. Right. Right. Then one Mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, number five, cinnamon toast crunch. Yes. That's number five. Yeah. I'm curious what the hell number one is. Well, here, just just to, just to ballpark, just so you know where the, the data sits at this point, mm-hmm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch coming in at number five boxes sold per year is about 105.2 million boxes sold per year. All right. That's a lot that's, of cereal. That's a lot of cereal. All right. Number four. Mm-hmm. Um, not too exciting, but I get why people like it. Honey Bunches of Oats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've had those. They, they, get a little, they get a little crunchy. They do, and it kind of wears off after a while. Kind of yeah. the same problem that the same problem that uh, frosted mini wheats has. Yeah, there's a lot of crunching happening on those. Yeah. Number three, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a drum roll too. By the way, for number one. Ooh, ooh, nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, so coming in at bronze from 2018, mm-hmm. number three, frosted flakes. Frosted flakes beat out cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, I I think I think it's almost because it's a more basic appeal. You have to eat those very quickly. You do, but they're delicious they, while you're eating. Yes, yeah, because they will sog up right quick. I definitely am guilty when it comes to Frosted Flakes, just pouring bowl after bowl and then regretting it like halfway through the day. Yeah, that first, oh God, that first blast is like so good. God, so good. Kind of make me want some cereal. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. All right. Number two, coming in at 129.3 million boxes sold per year. Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. Do you think people were yeah. picking that one because of the taste or because of their their lowering your cholesterol advertising? I I think it comes in at that sweet spot where okay. like you can get Honey Nut like because I feel like it's like the adult version of having like a fun cereal. Yeah. Right? When you when you, you would do Honey Nut it. Cheerios, did you put honey on top of them as well? I did not. I just ate them just the way that they were. Not me. I would also put some honey on. Really, really, really honey those bastards up. Wow. So you just, you just doubled down on that. I did. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> I haven't had this for a while. They are good. Uh, we have them here. Uh, still, they're still delicious. Dude, put some honey on them. You'll thank me. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, number one. Okay. Here's the drum roll. And the number one cereal coming in at 139.1 million boxes sold per year. Regular Cheerios. Regular Cheerios. Yes, regular Cheerios. Wow. I know, right? I dude. I know. All right. I don't I don't think I'll be hundred percent honest. I don't think regular Cheerios taste good at all. No, they don't. I mean maybe it's just because it's that classic 
box of cereal. Grab some Cheerios, you know, like I guess yeah. if you put a little little sugar on them or something, you know, they're probably fine. But I don't know. I I mean, I always, whenever we're buying, you know, cereal, it would be the if we were buying a Cheerio cereal, it'd be the Honey Nut ones. Yeah, I, exactly. I I have, you know, Cheerios has been around forever, right? And I have attempted to re-eat it many times in my life. And every time I go to eat Cheerios, I'm like, who eats this? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, man, you want some cereal? It's like, what do you got? Cheerios? Nah, I'll pass. Like, I'm good. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Do you have any water? Yeah, I'll just chew on this cardboard box. <laughs> uh, all right. So... Anyway, that the point of that whole thing was just to kind of bring up reminisce about about cereal a little bit and 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 re- revel in the fact that somehow Cheerios is still winning the cereal wars. <laughs> Did you mention what your favorite go-to cereal is? I mean, if I had like it's 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 going to be it's either going to be like go-to cereal, just yeah. going to grab one off the shelf is definitely going to be either Frosted Flakes or Fruity Pebbles. It's going to be one of those two. Frosted Flakes. Okay, so you're up there with the with that camp. I love the taste of Frosted Flakes. Like they are, I, they are pretty amazing. So good, and yeah, you're right. You got to eat them fast, but like they're so good when you first when you first start eating. So delicious. Same with the uh, same with the the what do you call it the fruity pebbles. Yeah, you so also exactly. have to consume those quickly because they will get they will get soft real fast. Yep, that coating doesn't doesn't last any longer than say like seven or eight minutes no those last few pieces floating around the bowl you're trying to get yeah they're, yep. not, they're not very good <laughs> no that's why you have to get the box and pour yourself another bowl yeah oh my god dude do you remember when they came out with uh they came out with the cereal bowl flavored milk do you what? remember this what i don't remember this what was this it was for a little while it did not catch on because i remember walking by the like by the milk section yeah and you could buy like you could buy fruity uh, fruity pebbles flavored milk or like oh like like it had been sitting in the bowl which sounds disgusting to me like I, now it does that you mention it like uh, yeah like okay so for me like that that taste that that milk that was now saturated with like the the flavor of the cereal yeah it, it just in my mind it just it correlates with eating the cereal and being at the end of the bowl. That's when the milk is, you're, you're kind of expecting it then. So it's thus, and it's also delicious. It's kind of like a little treat at the end, but just making it permanently like that. Yeah. Just to pour a glass of it, like out of the fridge. It just, it just oh. not, did not sound good to me. No. Yeah. No, not so for me. It did not catch on. Mm-mm. I can, I know. And I see why I would not, I would have never bought it, even though I like that taste. I would have never bought that. You know what else is catching on is the uh, cereal. The cereal flavored ice cream, or no, no, I'm, I apologize. The little, no, the little Debbie, the thing, they do have that too, but they're they've also come out with little Debbie's flavored ice cream. You can buy well, like could, the like you know like I the Ben and Jerry that. size. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, do they have like the zebra cakes, uh, like uh, oatmeal cream pies? They even have the fucking I, cosmic brownie one. I'm totally on. I'm totally with that. Like, you should definitely serve, try one. Serve, serve it up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not a big ice cream guy, but I did have one, uh, I don't know, like a month or so ago. And it was. What'd pre- you think? It was good, dude. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I try. I believe you because I would try that immediately. Yeah, it was, it was definitely worth it. If you haven't found, they're actually, they're getting hard to find. People are like all over them. They're not making, they're not making them fast enough. Unacceptable. Jeez. 
So, all right, man, we have, uh, we have one more segment. Hang in there, people. Here we go. From all across the world, there are stories to be told. The strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the weird news. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Absolutely. Oh, God. I've heard, I've gotten compliments from this uh, intro. People have mentioned, like, I love the weird news intro. Good. Good. Um, a lot of people are liking it. Yeah. So, all right. I have two stories. You have one. So we'll put you in the middle. Perfect. So, all right. So, my first story, Joe, comes out of. Uh, where is this at? Uh, South Lake Tahoe, California. There is a bear apparently roaming around the area. And it is uh, the, the title of, of the headline here is a uh, huge Tahoe bear breaks into homes as it eludes capture. <laughs> All the residents in the area have, have, have named him, excuse me, uh, Hank the Tank, which and, they... And he- I think they stole that name from. Uh, he's so he's been breaking and entering. Yeah, dude, he's a 500 pound black bear, and he has uh, he has damaged or broken into more than 30 properties just in Lake Tahoe. He's breaking into people's houses. Damn. Like, obviously, sometimes he doesn't. He just gets in their garbage and shit. But right, right, dude, he's he's entering their homes. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's probably putting his feet up, right? Dude, can you imagine if you're like sitting there and also and a fucking bear rolls into your house? Yeah, and they're, if you've ever seen some of those bear videos, like people will film them within their backyard, they're fearless. He's a 500-pounder. This is a big-ass bear. You're, you know what? You're actually leaving the house at that point. Oh, yeah. You grab your family and fucking run. You're like, it's yours. You take it. It's all yours. There's the popcorn's up there. Just grab it. Just shut the fridge when you're done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it says that's, uh, there's... That's wild. The bear is responsible for more than 150 incidents across northern california and nevada so he's, he's making his rounds wow. dude he's getting all over the place and and they can't they haven't caught him they haven't caught him yet so he's he's gotten a taste for you know human food yeah and you know people people bear proofing their garbage cans and stuff apparently he got smart enough he's like well i'm just gonna go get it out of the house yeah <laughs> like screw you guys Okay, fine. You're gonna put a you know a bear, whatever catch or whatever, on this garbage can. I'll just I'll just go in the back door. Yeah, this is over seven months, so it's not like it's been going on for years. Like he's he's just recently been at this. That's nuts. God, that's necessarily nuts. Like I don't even know. Uh, like I I'm not even. Sure, I'm sure I'd just exit. I'm sure I'd just leave. But I I don't know if I try to shoo him away first. Like how do you how do you shoo away a 500 pound bear? Uh, light machine gun. Well, yeah, <laughs> probably the probably the the preferred tool of choice but like if you i don't know those black bears are gener- generally speaking are are kind of a timid yeah, oh, yeah. variety of bear. if you see one out in the wild you know you can one you're, they're probably going to spook out and leave before that you even see it but exactly uh, yeah you know, if you see it a lot of people can can you know clap make themselves look big like ah oh, you know get out of your bear whenever they start yeah. yelling at it and they'll generally leave i know there's a lot of reports of bear attacks and shit like that especially in the right. spring with the cubs but uh yeah, but this one, this one, he's just, he don't care. No, he don't, he don't care. He just opens the door. He's like, hey, guys. <laughs> Looks around. What'd right? you make for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be terrified to, like, 
cook up some like something that smells delicious. Or, like, or right or eat or eat outside or whatever, right? Right. Like, all right, like we're gonna grill out tonight. Bring the gun. Because yeah, <laughs> old fucking Hank might show up. Yeah, no kidding, dude. That's I mean, that is that is weird. Yeah. So all right, what's your what's your story, Joe? What'd you find? All right. I have from March 9th, 2022, border authorities find fifty-two reptiles hidden in man's clothing. Oh my gosh. I yeah, fifty-two. I saw this somewhere or heard about it. Somebody was talking about this, actually. Yeah, uh, a man who tried to slither past U.S. border agents in California had 52 lizards and snakes hidden in his clothing. Dude, could you imagine how weird that would feel? I would. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I would not put, even though they were kind of in baggies, I think. <laughs> the way this is described. They were I'm literally sorry. in baggies. <laughs> They were in baggies. I'm just thinking it would tickle, dude. Like, he'd be, like, walking to the airport, like, ooh. ooh, ooh. Like, Like, what is wrong with this guy? You're just, like, twitching and squirming and shit. Exactly, because you're, like, you're trying to, like, twist and turn and, like, move your hands up and down and shit, like, to... uh, But he apparently was trying to go from the Mexico side of the border to the U.S. He is an American citizen. He actually was an American citizen. Um, He was trying to smuggle them out. He went down to Mexico to catch them, caught them, and tried to smuggle them across in tiny baggies. That's what I was wondering. Like, what is he? What is he smuggling that you can't just get here? Like, what is it? It says here that some of these, um, there he had nine. Here, here's basically what it was: nine snakes, nine rare species of snakes. I guess rare-ish, and forty-three horned lizards. Oh God! Yeah, Ugh. and some Ugh. of the species of both of those within those lines of of lizard and snake or whatever mm-hmm. were actually considered endangered oh oh so, okay well there's the problem then <laughs> he was says the man a 30 year old u.s citizen was arrested i'm imagining that he probably i mean i guess he probably got over aggressive and he's probably been making this work for a while mm-hmm. and he was selling them here on the u.s side for probably relatively decent money i'm assuming so he wanted to bring back a bunch you know save on save on travel yeah, that's what it looks like. Is that he was, li- like, just trying to like smuggle as many as he could across you, the border. Which, where do you put uh, them? Like, if you were to, if I was to give you forty three bags of anything, like, was he like taping them to his body? Yeah, it says. Oh, they were concealed in the man's jacket, pants, and ready for this groin area. Oh my god! <laughs> I know, right, dude? What? Yeah, no way. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um. Oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine is that he had the bags, like you just said, like taped into his pants in that area. That would be horrible. Like, that's the only explanation that makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, in order yeah. to do this, like obviously he's getting decent money for it to make this to make it worth it. To even right to even risk getting caught on the border doing this. Yeah, had to have been making decent money. He would have maybe... I wonder if he could have, like, like FedExed him or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. Throw him in a box with some fucking grass and shit and, like, <laughs> just shipped him. Told him it was a box of grass. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I don't know. I mean, you might be able to... But that could be... Doing something like that might, be, it might get you in even more trouble. Oh, because you're using the... Like the the mailing system to to smuggle shit, yeah. which I'm sure comes with an even bigger 
Right. That probably comes with even more fines or jail time if you get caught. Yeah. Well, hey. Well, I guess, they uh, caught him anyway. So. Yeah. So if you learned anything there, don't uh, don't smuggle lizards. Yeah. Ugh. Or snakes. Fucking snakes, man. Were they big snakes? I know. Or just like little baby ones? They were not tiny, but they weren't like massive. They were, I'll call them medium size like snakes. Foot, two feet? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah you're talking like, 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 like two, so a couple of these pictured here are easily at least two foot long. Do you imagine him sitting in the plane? It, let's say he made it. Did he make it onto a plane? Well, he tried, it wasn't even a plane. He was just trying to cross the border in his truck. Oh, oh, shit. And they he probably saw him sitting there, like, right. he was squirming and shit. Yep. Or as I see his coat was, moving. <laughs> I think that's, I think that is how they got him because they were, he, I don't know if they saw him or whatever, but yeah, he was trying to cross back across the border, like his truck, and they, they pulled him out and found everything. Hmm. Man. Well, hey, they're probably trying to pat him down. Like, what is this? Like, is, is, that a, a snake? is that a snake in your is pocket? <laughs> <laughs> and he actually has to say, yeah. yes, it actually is a snake in my pocket. <laughs> I am not happy to see you. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Oh, God. All right. I got, I got one more story, Joe, and then we're going to wrap this one up. All right. Shoot. All right. So in New Zealand, there was a uh, there was a protest happening for uh, COVID. I think it was for like COVID vaccine mandates that they're, that they're handing out over there. Uh, okay. And... The headline is James Blunt song deployed on protesters in New Zealand following Manilo and Maserina, whatever, probably a couple artists, uh, okay. after, after the, the musician suggested to use it. Wait, so, deployed on them? Deployed on them as like, like audible torture. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. So they, they were attempting to use songs such as Frozen's Let It Go, Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On, Barry Manilow's Greatest Hits. And they were all, they played one more other one I saw in here somewhere. So they were just blasting them with terrible music? Yeah. So what happened was that that wasn't working. And James Blunt uh, tweeted. He said something to the effect of like, if that doesn't work, try this. And he suggested the song. Oh my God. Uh, uh, You're beautiful is the song. You're beautiful. is that song. You know what I'm talking about? That one. <laughs> yes. They were using uh, that to torture these people to make them leave. Well, I did. I'm assuming that then did they then leave? No, it didn't work. Oh man. Because I don't know. I'd be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> right. They're like, all right. Like, Oh, they were also trying to play a uh, baby shark too. That fucking nah, 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 that baby shark. Oh song. God! Oh jeez! Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. The reason I brought it up, so I remember hearing like back in the day, like they would use like the Barney theme song or whatever it was to torture people. Uh, you know, remember that I song? Mean, yeah, some of these songs are 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 definitely are definitely torture. Yeah, I just it's almost kind of insulting in a way too that like. I would enjoy listening to Let It Go and My Heart Will Go On and that's a good song. Yeah, there's a point at which I'm sure there's some people who are like, why are they playing this music? Because I don't think this is that bad. The one I feel bad for the most is Barry Manilow because it's not even like a specific Barry Manilow song. They were just playing his greatest hits. <laughs> and they expected people to just leave? Right. Do they hate that so much over there? Like, is it that bad? I... I 
I don't know that many Barry Manilow songs. A couple. I don't know. Yeah. But I wouldn't say like, I wouldn't leave because they're playing the greatest hits. But like, I, I think I'm kind of on board with James Blunt's idea because I do not like that song very much. I mean, I, I think it's, I think you have to find that critical mass song, right? That, that one that everybody agrees has been overplayed and terrible. Yeah. Ooh, like the, uh, oh, the Friday song, Friday. Remember that song? They should play that shit. Cause that, I hate that song. Oh wait, which Friday? Because there's like a couple, uh, there's like a couple memeable Friday songs that are just terrible. I think it was that, that Carly one? Carly Jepsen one from like ten years ago. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, that um, was horrible. I so, don't think it was. I don't think it was Carly Rae Jepsen. I think it was a different. Which Carly Rae Jepsen song am I thinking of? Because she she did one you, that was rather. You might annoying. be thinking that it was like the number, like "Call Me Maybe" or something. Oh, it was "Call Me Maybe." Yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, it was pretty well, bad, but <laughs> blast that 500 times over and over. You'll clear that crowd out real quick. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or they, they should start playing episodes of the Jackson podcast. Oh, well then the crowd would be massive. It would be massive. They'd have a problem there. But like, try this guys. And all of a sudden like, like it didn't work. There's, there's three times as many people here. <laughs> there's millions of people here now. What did you guys do? Well, and they're all laughing. <laughs> they're having a good time. Damn it. <laughs> it's like they just stopped protesting though. So, yeah, right. right. They just kind of sat down. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've gone over a little bit this episode. We're almost at like an hour and 10 minutes. All so, right. Hour and 10 is good. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's call this one, Joe. Absolutely. So thank you guys all for tuning in and we'll see you guys all on the next one. You're supposed to say later. <laughs> later, Dave. There you go. <laughs> <All> right, later. <laughs> see ya. See ya.